Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the June 27th, 2018 Hong Kong Stories podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. Did you know Hong Kong has a ton of beaches, as well as being an incredible vertical city? We do, and we're all hoping to make it out to one of those beaches in the next few weeks. It may be Sai Kung, or Deepwater Bay, or even out to Moi Wo. Wherever we end up, we hope to be listening to this week's podcast while sitting in the shade on the sand. This week we have a continuation from X about his wild adventure wandering around the world, and a second story about a hot summer day many years ago in Canada by Rachel. Warm and slightly sweaty hellos go out to all our best hometown listeners in Hong Kong this week, and this is the part where we usually thank our listeners from around the world, but I have a confession to make. This podcast was recorded earlier than the publishing date because I'm currently away from the studio. Instead, thanks to all those listeners who've tuned in for the last two years, including those from the USA, Canada, the UK, Australia, Japan, and Sweden. Your listens show up on our stats, and those stats make us pretty happy. Today is the date of our June live show. Our storytellers take to the stage tonight at 8 p.m. at the Fringe Club, under the direction of Austin, who's chosen the theme of play. If you haven't gotten tickets already, you can get some now at www.hongkongstories.com. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. Today's first story was told live at the Fringe Club in March 2018 for a show with the theme of What's Cooking? Get your ears ready for the truly mad tales of X's adventures. I travel for 34 months. Rather than hoping city to city by bus or by train, I mostly walk. For food, I mostly had supermarket stuff for maximize net energy intake. But as always, I would explore the world outside daily routine and test myself under various situations. I spice up my meals from roadside, in the wild, anywhere I have been to. Diverse material were thrown into my pot to capture their power and live in their world. To name a few, Queen Anne's lace, Japanese purse, slug, and traffic accident victims, including bears, porcupine, frog, snake, frog inside a snake stomach, <laughs> uh, pro, and somewhere else. The most potent ingredient was found when I reached Atlantic Ocean in Portugal. Even in Hong Kong, you won't realize seafood is that unimaginable in some countries. For Portugal, definitely available, even free of charge if you dare. In a perfectly half-circle-shaped bay open to the ocean, I found mussel growing on rock, also seaweed, sea urchin, yummy.
and limpets. They look like mealy abalone. They are edible according to survival guide. Uh, I pry them off with a stone as they grab firmly on rocks. Occasionally, I crush some for the sake of treasuring life. I don't kill for nothing. I have done sashimi as I am barbarian. After harvest enough, I return to hostel, prepare my delicious seafood congee, and share with other hostel residents. A guy looked creepy on those seafood and just tastes a little. In that midnight, I feel unusually warm, a little itchy on my back, and later itchy all over whole body. But I have no hives or a rash, as it is not severe. I tolerate not to scratch it. In addition, my nose becomes stuffy, as I still have a gasp for air. I will survive. I ignore all those and continue sleeping. The next morning, I get up, breathing easier, but still feel unusual. My vision was not as clear. I look at myself in mirror. I look more Hong Kong. For foreigners, Hong Kong means Jackie Chan. I have a bigger nose and swollen eyelid, as Dong Ginhua, but not his power. And more. As sassy as Angelina Jolie may be, I has her luscious lips. Fortunately, not her boobs. <coughs> uh, actually, I swollen all over. Even I cannot flex my wrist. The guy who tastes my richest brew. Remain normal. He didn't obtain enough magic.、Mm. Same as Cinderella will transform back to a humble girl in after magic vanish after midnight. Same for X would transform back to a handsome prince when. Allergy reaction ceased after metabolism. So I did nothing. I was not worried. I have I take no medical treatment.、Mm. Being a mixture with Jackie Chan is not invincible, but vulnerable. Therefore, I sleep. In the hostel for one more night to take some rest for returning normal. By this experience, 
I find my only good allergen. Also, I if I have limpets later, I would rather have them sashimi, as cooked food is not always safer than raw. Not everybody can hope to be as adventurous as X in their travels. He sets the bar pretty high. But not all stories are about something as epic as a round-the-world tour. Many of our stories are taken from snapshots and snippets of our lives that are then worked up to story level during a workshop. You can try it too. Our workshops are free and take place every week. You can find out where and when by going to www.hongkongstories.com. We usually meet in a coffee shop or somewhere similar on a Tuesday evenings, so there's even air conditioning. Our next story was told during a show in May 2017, which had the theme of 24-7. It was an experimental show with the stories coming from smaller moments and fragments and woven into a larger tapestry. From the show in May 2017, here is Rachel. It's August, and it's hot. We've spent the day slouching about, trying to avoid doing our chores, running in and out, shouting at one another, shouting at the dog, shouting at my mother. Every time the whole crowd of us runs in the house, it's like an army. There's me. Three of my brothers, my brother's friend, and mum's in the house with the baby, who's just learned how to crawl. She sounds a little bit fed up, but then grown-ups always sound fed up. It's the tail end of August, and we're bored. We've already ridden our bikes all over the lawn, narrowly missing my mother as she was hanging out the laundry. We've gone down to the creek fishing for minnows, We might have left the strainer there, but honestly, he uses a strainer anyway. And we've asked our mother three times if we could go and play with the neighbors, to which she says, no, you went and played with the neighbors yesterday. They'll be sick of you. Now go outside. It's too wet to put up the tent. The beach is too far away. We don't have anything to do. We go in and ask mom if we can have a snack. Mom, I want a snack. Have an apple, she says. I'm changing the baby. Now it's lunchtime. And all of us troop indoors and sit at the table. We get out the cutlery and we sit there. Mom, what's for lunch? She comes in. She puts the baby in the high chair and straps him down. Mom, what's for lunch? She goes over to the fridge and gets the leftovers from the night before. We pick up our forks and knives and we start banging the table. What's for lunch? What's for lunch? What's for lunch, we say. Stop that, says my mother. And she gives us that look. You know the look. The one that says, that's enough. That's enough. It's fun to annoy grown-ups. We do one more, what's for lunch? But then we stop because, you know, there's a thing is too far. Mum goes to the fridge, 
My brother said, my older brother says, I want juice. My younger brother says, I want milk. I say, I want apple juice. She sighs, goes back to the fridge again. The spaghetti's starting to get hot. We look over. I look at my younger brother, kick him under the table. Mommy, kick me! Stop that, said Mom. Just stop. I stick my tongue out at my brother anyways. My youngest brother spills his milk on the table. My mom cleans it up. She's got one hand feeding herself and one hand wiping the baby's face. Mom, can we go to the beach today, says my older brother. No, she says. The car isn't working. Oh, we could ride our bikes. I can't take the baby on the bike. I've got a flat, she says. Ah, you never let us do anything, he says. I say, you gave me orange juice and I wanted apple juice. Mom says, you're old enough to get it yourself, but she gets up anyway. The dog comes over and sits underneath the baby's chair and starts drooling. The baby's making a mess. She dishes out all the food for us. And my older brother starts saying at her again, Mom, how come you won't let us go to the beach? You never let us do anything. The neighbors go to the beach all the time by themselves. You can't go to the beach unsupervised. And I've got the baby. And we can't go, all of us together, in the bikes. You never let us do anything. You are the worst mom ever. And that's when the worm turns. My mild-mannered, ever-polite, quiet mother walks up to my older brother, and she looks him straight in the eye. She picks up his bowl of spaghetti. She dumps it over his head. A shocked silence descends upon the room. Did that just happen? Oh, my God. We know. We have finally done it. We finally pushed her too far. And there's my older brother looking at her with this expression, his mouth open, shock and horror on his face. What what did you do that for? He said. And in a moment of rebellion against the tyranny of children and housework and everything else that goes into a mother's day, she picks up his apple juice and dumps that over his head too. Thanks for listening to these stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. If you aren't in Hong Kong, but you'd like to hear your story on the podcast, you can send us a written story. The stories can be anything at all, as long as they're true, and they're short, and you are the main character. We promise to read them all, and our favorites may be read on future podcasts. Find information on this, past podcasts, photos of our storytellers, and oh so very much more at hongkongstories.com. Thanks go out to the unsung heroes of this podcast, to Jen, who curated and directed our March 2018 show, and to Janita, who came up with the concept behind and then directed us in our 24-7 show. We appreciate all your work. The music on this podcast was created and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell.
May your week be filled with garishly colored scarves, a new food experience, and a journey to an unexpected place.